0: It's summertime. That means beer, cookouts, and of course golf. So the next time you're ready to tee it up, be sure to make your tee times at 12ounceSportsRadio.com.
3: That's right. You can now book tee times on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. Yep. Just go to www.12ounceSportsRadio.com and scroll to the bottom of any page. Click the banner that says Book Like a Pro, enter your course or enter a zip code, and then select a tee time of your choice. You'll get up to 50% off each time you book through 12-Ounce Sports Radio. So when you're ready to cheat your friends like
0: Mike did in high school, just go to 12OunceSportsRadio.com. That's the numbers 1-2-O-Z-SportsRadio.com and
3: book your tee times today. We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisle staring at the same selection that was there last week and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop.
0: No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal account hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely
3: easy. Just sign up for your free account, download the Tavor app for your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee, And you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy. And now, fans of Craft Brewed Sports can get $10
0: in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, CraftBrewedSports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door.
3: Ohio State... 35, is that what you said? Yeah. 35? 35 and a half. That's low. So they have to win by That's 36
1: low. to cover. Ohio
3: State will easily win by 36. Doesn't even matter. Even with the reserves. Hey, clip that sound. I was going to say. I was say, so you can like troll. Ohio State is going to mushroom stamp the shit out of Rutgers. Reserve this now. Mark the time. Mark the time down. I'll fuck it. This will be our drop next clip week. It. This is our drop next week, regardless of what happens, because either I'm going to be fucking river dancing over here for being right, or... Who gives a shit Mike's wrong again? And <laughs> it, it,
0: it, it's, it's part of the course, got it. Yeah.
3: Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Craft Brewed Sports. I am Mike No Scott today Scott is missing he's in Chicago he's enjoying some well-deserved time off after our three weeks that we had off uh so he's out tonight but stepping up to the mic gonna give us some input tonight uh and still work the computers the man is gonna do it all Joe hanging out Joe what's up buddy how's it going (laughs) good man (laughs) all right good yeah there we go we're off to good start There's a lot of pressure on us tonight, Joe, because a lot of people are feeling like this is going to be a train wreck show. And I think we can prove them wrong. We can show that Scott doesn't carry this show. That's right. That's right. Doubt the haters. (laughs) Bring it on, haters. We got this. Uh, We got an awesome show for you guys tonight. Uh, Doug Ray, one of my favorite musicians ever, a dude that I've been listening to since college. We're going to have a video call with him. Uh, He's uh, got a new song, a new album out. And in one of his songs, he's going to be donating all of the proceeds to Colin Kaepernick's charity. So we're going to talk to him a little bit later on. Talk to him about the rap game. Maybe this Eminem, MGK beef. Uh, see if he wants to beef. Maybe we can get him to beef with somebody. Maybe. Maybe we can start something. be awesome. Go viral. Wouldn't that be sweet we're if famous, he y'all. started a beef? We're like famous, y'all. If like we could get a Doug Ray little Dicky beef started on our show. Like two white Jewish rappers beefing. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh, that'd be amazing. Uh-huh, All right. Uh-huh. So we're going we're gonna to talk to Doug later on. Uh, we got a, a tons to get to. We got our picks. Joe and I both missed our picks. So we are going to... Yeah. We got the first ever throw at the, the degenerate dartboard of doom. So at Let's least that's, it. Uh, that's something to look forward to. It's going to be super painful. All right, Big Joe says, Scott, who... You goddamn right, Big Joe. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> love, love you and appreciate you. All right. Before we get too far into this show... Let's do our Motherfucker of the Week. Joe, you get to announce one of the options for Motherfucker of the Week for the first what? time ever. How's that feel? you want to go first? I'll let you go first, man. You take um, the mic.
1: Okay, I will go first. So our first nominee would be the former ESPN radio personality, Danny Cannell, who tweeted this week, Hate these games being canceled due to the hurricane. <laughs> Couldn't they have waited another day or two to see what the impact of the hurricane is? <laughs> dot, dot, dot if any, at all. <laughs> what a dick thing to say. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't listen to, like, the mayor or, like, the state of emergencies that said evacuate. Right. Just, since you play football, hold out. And not only that... Let's play ball. How about let's forget about the people who have to make
3: travel arrangements to come to the game. Like, no, let's wait yeah, a yeah, day yeah. or so. We'll, we, you
1: sit tight, people. It'll be so with cool airplane with nobody in the stands watching. <laughs> like, that infamous, like... Olympic basketball game Between all those guys Yeah it would be so Do, do you cool.
3: remember The, the Notre Dame Clemson game In the hurricane yeah. How awful of a game it's That was to watch Terrible football It's terrible football Really bad to watch Like yeah. Worst case scenario It's a really bad storm And it's Crappy football With a lot of weather delays That nobody really cares about anyways So yeah Just go ahead and cancel it Who cares Right. Not only that we're in week three. Most of these matchups are garbage matchups, yeah, anyways. The only
1: one that was impacted that matter was like West Virginia's game, and they moved to like Atlanta or something like that, and they're playing this week. Right. Everybody else was like, uh, "This game doesn't really matter for anything. If we have to make it up, we'll make it up at the end of the year." Uh, most people just said, "We don't really care." I
3: wonder. I wonder how many of those schools though, offered refunds. None. <laughs> <laughs> No, if they. You given your money back? I mean, if they pull it in Nebraska where it's like the game's canceled and maybe we'll make it up. I don't know. I, yeah. They huh? should give money back. Nebraska okayed it all at the beginning of the year. <laughs> <laughs> well, Danny Cannell is your first option. Second option for motherfucker of the week is, I guess, former Florida running back now. Not yeah, really, former, maybe. Yeah, uh Darius Adarius Lemons. He announced his decision to transfer out of Florida uh, on Saturday. 35 minutes after kentucky broke their 31 game losing streak and beat florida lemons had zero touches in the game never got a a chance to carry the ball 35 minutes later he tweets out uh i'm I'm leaving florida uh my favorite part of the tweet was he said i'm gonna miss playing with some of these guys (laughs) just some just some not all (laughs) no wasn't die hard. No,
1: no, wasn't the, die hard gated Some shop. of these
3: guys are a bunch of fucking assholes, but uh some of them are cool. I'll I'll miss those guys. Yeah. Uh so he tweeted that out 35 minutes like have you even finished? Okay, you you got to figure you, you go got a reamed in the ro- locker room. Yep. You got to shower. Yep. Uh so you're you does he need shower? I guess he does it. That's a good point.
1: That's why he was able to do it so quick. He was just like, I just got to take off these pads. I'm good. Yeah, we're good. We're good here. we got here, fam. Can I just hop on that bus? Like right there?
3: Just point me to where I got some Wi-Fi. I just got to send out a tweet real quick. Uh, So those are your options for Motherfucker of the Week. Danny Cannell or Adarius Lemons. Make your voice heard uh, over on our Facebook page. We will reveal our choice uh, at the end of the show. Uh, Normally, you know, it's it's Scott and I, but today Joe gets to weigh in. You always avoid those, too. You're always like, no, I just give the answers. I side side with America. (laughs) Side with the people. Uh, But this time you actually have to make a decision. Uh, Speaking of making a decision... You picked the beer for the night. I did. I did. Another advantage of Scott being out, uh, we get to have some super hoppy, dank beers on this Mm. show. Uh, Joe's favorite. And this is your favorite beer, right? You have called this your favorite beer Yes, it is.
1: Why don't you tell the people what this beer is? All right. So we got resin from uh, Six Point Brewing, 9.1% alcohol. (sighs) That's a killer. 103 IBUs on that nice little... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> IBU Hoppy Scale. Uh, the, you know, they just described it as a dank hoppy flavor. The package just said hop candy. Um, I like it a lot. Loved it ever since I first tried it. So, you know, we'll see how it holds up. So, <laughs> so uh, Six Points website, they talk
3: about uh, something called the Lapulin effect. Is that what that's? Uh, I don't uh, know. what. But anyways, they say that it's like a human reaction to be nervous when it comes to something that's um, like, uh, bitter. It, it makes our bodies feel like it's poison. So you immediately have this reaction that you don't like it. But then there's this weird effect that if you're exposed to it enough, eventually you start to crave it. And that's what they say. This beer can cause that uh, and bring it on. They say sometimes it's years of exposure to something. Sometimes it's like a couple of days of exposure. Sometimes it's over the course of a six-pack. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so basically, this uh, this beer is... Uh, It's boasting itself as the IPA that turns people into IPA fans.
1: Yes, yes, it is, and
3: that's a bold claim, man.
1: That's a very bold claim. Well, see. I mean, you're you're middle of the fence right now with the with the IPAs, right? You're a seasonal man. Yeah, I mean, I you're starting to get into lesser with the fruit. Yeah,
3: I've come a long way in my IPA days. I've uh, for a while I didn't even want to touch them, and then it became like these aren't bad. Like I can I can deal with these, but I always still stayed away from the super hoppy super dank beers because that was just a little too much so we'll see how this one goes here's what's interesting about this one though the ratings 97 at rate beer but for the style it's only a 90 so
1: overall ra- <laughs> <laughs> i'm a little messed up man i got a lot of going yeah, on i know man I no no worries so no Let worries. me hit it one more yep, time go ahead yep. 97 at rate beer
3: but an overall rating of 90 which tells me uh or i'm sorry an overall rating of 97 style rating of 90 which means that ipa fans Aren't as big on this one as the general public is, which
1: is kind of crazy, right? Well, it's weird. The a lot of people call them IPA snobs, right? Um, right? They're right. very afraid to. There's always got to be that one or two people that are like, nah, 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 like this isn't that good, you know, whatever. So it gets—it's not Pliny. You know, it's not—it's not, not the greatest or anything like that. I mean, it's all right. You yeah, know. you know, just the couple people that you know have to hit a nine instead of a ten out of ten or a nine point five or whatever. Just just, just, to, be, up. just to be just to be like, there is no perfect beer. There is no perfect <laughs> IPA. Can't do that. Can't get in on your first ballot Hall of Fame. Those, those people. <laughs>
3: Six Points going to take their Hall of Fame jacket and go do their own ceremony exactly, at Gonzaga exactly.
1: College. Well, I mean, they kind of boasted in their in their uh, speech, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, what To should have done at the Hall of Fame.
4: <laughs> but, I know, will whatever. tell you though,
3: initial taste. I've never had this beer before. It does not seem as bitter as that 103 IBUs makes it seem. Like I was expecting something that was going to really shut me down. And initial taste, it's it's really smooth. Uh, it's not overly hoppy. And that nine point one is hidden, man. Like this is a
1: this is a creeper. Just just take a bigger gulp. Mm-hmm. Let's go for a gulp instead of a sip, and then uh, I mean, all right, you do that over the course. You know.
3: Yep. No. Still, it's still not super hoppy. And, well, and and again, very. I'm interested to see how this does throughout the show. I have a feeling I'm going to be just. The <laughs> I just slurry. I just see
1: your face yeah. right now. <laughs> like, if, you, if the camera was on you, you got the. Ooh. <laughs> oh, oh I'm the nose be... crinkle oh the way yep no there it is that's that's what they're
3: talking about right i'm gonna there. be just as slurry as i was in that osu prediction by the end of this show uh all right man would you would you care to get into upper deck this is, you get to do upper deck reads and stories. I'm so excited that Joe's on the show, man. This is going to be fantastic. Uh, do you want me to do the read so that yeah, you don't have to? Yeah, okay, because, yeah, you know, I got to pull all
1: this up. Yep, over nope, here totally, and,
3: totally uh, understand, man. Uh, Craft Food Sports and Upper Deck is brought to you by Minuteman Tickets, owned by a couple of local Ohio dudes who are sports fans just like all of you. Minuteman helps customers find the best deals on the market. These guys are all about honesty all the time, every time if someone's got a better price, they'll tell you straight up. But Minuteman isn't just sports or concerts. They'll 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 also help you out with tickets to literally any event you want. They'll even sell your tickets for you. And with college football here, uh, Ohio State, just killing it. Be sure to hit up Minuteman for all of your OSU football ticketing needs. Go like them on Facebook where they do weekly giveaways, merchandise, sports, and concert apparel, and even tickets. Check them out at MinutemanTickets.com or give them a call 614-943-3000 and avoid all of the fees. That's 614-943-3000. Boom. Killed it. Joe, uh, your
1: first ever upper deck story. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Here <laughs> we go. Let's see how many words I can't say in front of a mic. Yeah, shall we? How tongue twisted I get as the Bengals are up 7 nothing. for everybody out there that would like to know. Uh, so, uh, first story is about Des Bryant, who still isn't signed and is sitting at home right now on Sundays watching the NFL go on without him, especially his Dallas Cowboys, who... Yeah. Uh, Kind of did not do so well Not so this hot. Week. No not so hot <laughs> I know firsthand hand Cause uh, your boy picked them And now I gotta throw it to And
3: uh, who said Dallas Was gonna lose uh, uh, um. Okay just uh, so, no, so no no he, no that's so, fine yeah, So yeah, he yeah, went yeah, on yeah. like a Shout
1: Twitter, out Glenn I got you man Twitter rampage here He went on like a little, You know a little, little Petty Team petty uh said the problem did what? Yeah, he said, yeah, it's crazy talk. The problem was my ex-teammates respect me more than the coaches. Ooh. Uh Des then went on to quote that tweet and has since deleted it saying, I can see that. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I can he, see that. He
5: quoted
0: his own tweet. <laughs> yeah. Uh.
1: <laughs> and uh then he blasted his old coaches and uh and I just basically so, said, uh, "You guys stink without me." If you and should have paid me. If
3: you guys aren't following along, Des quoting his tweet saying, "I can see that," and then deleting it proves pretty much that's that's indisputable evidence that Des Bryant uses burner accounts, yeah. just like KD does, yeah. And he was like, "I agree with this tweet," and blasted that shit out, and then realized. Oh Oh, no no. Yeah Wrong account Oh shit Delete 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 (laughs) Yeah So
1: he basically has Some burner accounts Out there (laughs) Saying that he's The greatest wide receiver ever And the Cowboys Should have paid him Dude how weak Are these guys Mentally that they have
3: To have burner accounts To agree with themselves You have literally Millions of followers
1: you know people are gonna agree with what you say why are you well they're all Cowboys fans and now they all don't like him (laughs) right so he's gotta have one person on his side even though his mama doesn't have that Twitter you know he's gotta have someone but I don't understand like do they do they
3: regularly tweet from these burner accounts that it turns them into legit accounts that people follow because otherwise Maybe. if like you're just quoting it and putting it out there to nobody you might as well be standing on the corner well, shouting then out then you
1: kind of retweet trainers. you retweet the people praising you mm. and everybody sees that there's at least that. one person yeah, yeah, that yeah. praises you yeah. wow Moving on
3: <laughs> All right. Good work man, I'm proud of you Woo. One story down, good good work uh, Jason Maxiel. Uh, anybody remember him From his days in UC, he was also a 10 year vet In the NBA, he recently appeared On an episode of Ayanla Fix My Life Which is a show, apparently Never heard of it, cool. <laughs> I guess it's on the Oprah Network, the own network uh, Yeah, uh, Which is Don't why I've have have never seen that uh, but, anyways, he appeared on that show to work through some issues in his marriage, and during the episode, Maxiel's wife said that she knew that her husband had cheated on her, um, but she didn't know to the extent. And the host was like, "Do you think she? Do you think the number would 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 worry her?" And he's like, "Yeah, she wouldn't like that." And the host was like, "It would crush her." And the, the wife was like what is it like what's the number and she was like what's it even matter and she's like I, well I kind of want to know how many times he's cheated on me so it was revealed during the episode that Maxil has had sex with 341 women 50 plus since he's been married he cheated on his wife 50 plus times uh, at that point the wife just got up and left the episode she was just like I'm done with this shit yeah. I don't even know how it ended up yeah. at that point first of all I don't know if I know 341 females. I don't think I that's, do either. <laughs> that's a lot of ladies that have sex with. Yeah. That's <laughs> a lot. Like uh, that's a that's a crazy number. And then to cheat on your wife 50 times. And the host was trying to say, like, what's the difference if it's 10 or 50? If it's one or fifty. Yeah, yeah. It's know? like it's a big difference. That's a huge difference. That's fifty different vaginas yeah. that he's had his dick in. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a big difference, man. Yeah, uh, that's uh, definitely not okay
1: uh, <laughs> And it also proves it doesn't matter what you look like If you're an NBA star The road's always there for you Dude, them them ladies on the road uh, <laughs> They love
3: their NBA stars <laughs> Trying to get a piece 50 50 while he's married it's- Gross. It's really gross. Uh gross dude, Jason Maxiel. Uh there you go. UC fans, be proud. You've had a guy that's uh stabbed his roommate and a dude that uh had sex with three hundred and forty one women, fifty plus of those well he's married.
1: Moving on. <laughs> uh so next we, we've all put our put our phone number down for something, started getting text messages from a random company that you don't really want. You know those like kind of sign up ads that say, you hey. always got to put down a fake number. Oh. Like when you're
3: registering for something, you put down a. Fake you can't number. do
1: the fake name. Everybody gets the fake yeah, name sound. Yeah. It's there's too easy to spot. You can nowadays. put
3: your name down. Everybody should have a Gmail address that they only use for
1: these bullshit things. Gmail or like your first ever yeah, email yeah. address that you still use right. for like your, free accounts. Your at excite
3: or- <laughs> com, yeah. like that email address. Yeah, yeah.
1: SBC Global. <laughs> You, anybody still uses AOL out And there? then you
3: put your friend's phone number down so that
1: their shit gets blown up. <laughs> you never put your own number down. Right. But uh, there was one man in Florida did. He decided to stop and think twice. Instead, he decided to use the Marlins for the unwanted text, to sue the Marlins for the unwanted text, saying the text invaded his privacy, <laughs> intruded upon his seclusion and solitude. Way to throw some big words in there constituted a nuisance and wasted his time by requiring him to delete the message.
3: He sued the Marlins!
1: Why not, right? Go for Jeter. Go for him. The case goes on to say that the text messages caused him to occur tangible harm, such as loss of cell phone battery life and financial losses and requiring him to recharge his phone. That's right. He is going to sue them for the electricity that he had to use at his place. And the time it took it. Do you realize how long it takes me to charge my phone? Like I couldn't walk around with my phone. I had to sit by a charger. What year is this, man? I'm attached to the wall. This is ridiculous. And
3: I I like my secluded lifestyle. And you're infringing on that, right?
1: right? So uh, basically, in total, he is the suit is seeking damages of fifteen hundred dollars for the text that he claims violated the Telephone Consumer Pri- Protection Act and five hundred dollars per text message sent. That's where he's getting them. Yeah. Well, because it's probably like, you know, over the course of however. Since seven... the season. Yeah. yeah. here's One some a the... week, two a week,
3: maybe. Yeah. Here's some of the texts that he's suing about. Opening day is one week away. Get your tickets now and join the Rays for the start of the 2018 season. Oh, it's the Rays, not the Marlins. My bad. That's my fault, Dude. man. That's on me. That's on me. Uh, press stop, uh, text stop to cancel. Happy happy opening day 2018. The Rays season begins today at 4 p.m. as they take on the Boston Red Sox. Game info and then a link. Text stop to cancel. Today only. $20. Press level tickets for Blue Jays versus Rays. Matchup on Saturday, May 5th at 610. Here's the link. Text stop to cancel. Every single one. Text stop to cancel. And he's like, this my privacy, I gotta plug in my phone. I can't text stop to cancel. This one text message that you sent me today has destroyed my phone battery life. Right.
1: Suing you for $1500 plus 500 per message. So that means he didn't delete the messages either. He just let them rack up on his phone mm. and just Well, that's a good boom. point. How is he going to
3: prove how many he got because he said in his uh, Oh, yeah, he did he said them.
1: the time required for this guy's got him to no, no the case, messages. right? Like he's just going to pay a bunch of lawyers a bunch of money and not get anything because it says text stop to cancel. I feel like if he's if he's doing Maybe they'll Give him the first one.
3: If he's... Uh, 500 they're, bucks. They're just going to be like, man, you want like tickets? We'll just give you
1: some tickets. It is that cool? tickets, He tickets. didn't go to any games. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't cash in on any of those. Guy is douche nozzle. Uh, yeah,
3: just fucking text stop to cancel. Don't keep... Don't sue the company. All right. Anyways, we talked about this back in February with German athletes at the Olympics uh, getting kegs of beer shipped into the Olympic Village, which was one of the coolest stories. We're like, go Germany. That's pretty sweet. For real. Uh, There was all kinds of science around beer actually being good for athletes and helping them recover a little bit better. Um, Now, it appears that other breweries are jumping on board. Uh, We're starting to see electrolyte-infused beers popping up from breweries like Boston Beer Company. Uh, They did one for the Boston Marathon. It was like called 20 6.2, where it was for the, four yeah. marathon runners. They gave them this beer at the end for uh, for completing the, the marathon. Uh, Goose Island is releasing these electrolyte-infused beers. emission so Brewing, Avery Brewing. Basically, everybody's getting on this trend of, hey, we can... Add in some extra shit Into this beer And it's gonna help you Recover after exercising
1: Right So like that whole Like drinking beer Dehydrates you No it hydrates you It is literally now Going to hydrate you And it's okay And healthy to drink beer That sounds amazing Just like it's vegan And you know It's got those plants in it I feel like this is One of those studies That like They
3: like when, when the study came out that was like, ah, dad bods are cool. Ooh, and, yeah. everybody, and, and it was like totally funded by just a, a fat dude that was out of shape that was like, yeah, no, science says this is cool. Like there's another one that's going to get Gatorade.
1: <laughs> <laughs> These brewers are like, no, there's magnesium and shit. It's cool. Yeah, it's fun it. runs. And when you finish your fun run, <laughs> come have a beer. Yes, come have a beer. Ooh, DDD punishment. Uh, you got to do a beer mile. Okay That's a, that's a good one. Let's mark that down that's To right. the dock To the dock To the dock All right. Moving on I'll write that one down You get this next story Alright So we already had one former Ooh, NBA mile. basketball player It's a long time to yeah. run How long you, how was the last time You did a mile uh, I chased my two year old Around the house I Eventually did. it adds up right?
3: yeah. yeah I don't put a Fitbit on But I'm sure <laughs> it's a lot of steps
1: So we already had one former NBA athlete Jason Hill. Now we got another one Gilbert Arenas
3: No chill Gil
1: No chill Gil My man The The Hibachi Agent Zero. That's right. I love when he's in upper deck. He's always out here. Well, this time he challenged Nick Young, swaggy P, out there, still <laughs> shooting around Golden State, uh, to a friendly wager, friendly shooting competition. Friendly. For $100,000. Whoever hits the most out of 100 gets 100 a 100K. shots. 100K. <laughs> well, Nick Young did not show up. And uh Gilbert Arenas made ninety-five out of the one hundred three point shots. I can't believe no chill gil. First
3: of all, even during his playing days, I wouldn't have guessed that he could hit ninety-five. I would have bet the under for sure on that one. You put the over under at like eighty-five, I would have been like oh, under. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's fifteen. Yeah. Misses. Yeah. Out of hundred. That's a that's crazy. Dude missed five. That is absolutely crazy. Uh <laughs> what do you think Swaggy P would have shot? If no chill uh, guilt-
1: he would have he would have started laughing and he would have he would probably mess like his first 5 out of 10. <laughs> and like all right, we're we're good here. We're good here. Uh, I love Gilbert uh, His quote
3: So this is on For I guess Gilbert Arenas Has a YouTube show Oh yeah Which that was like The lead in this I was like You buried the lead In this story Gilbert Arenas Has a
1: YouTube show He had a YouTube show With Complex Where they talked about The basketball During the basketball season And then he had That whole like uh, Like he was gonna Threaten to send Like naked pics To the girl's son And blackmail (laughs) And so they had To cancel that YouTube show Pretty quickly There at the end of the season (laughs) Oh, Jesus Yeah. Well, the the quote
3: that he had uh, after he hit his 95. I almost beat my old record at 96. I've been sitting on the couch watching Netflix for the last motherfucking four years. And I come out and make 95 out of 100. Let me go back on the couch. They just put Black Panther on Netflix.
1: Dude's a boss. (laughs) Like, it's crazy insane how, like, well... (laughs) NBA players can shoot the ball when there's like nobody like you always see them making shots in practice and then you know like they get in the game and they get a little pressure but always in practice they never miss when there's nobody around and it is insane how well they can shoot but this man shot 95 out of 100 threes
3: Almost all of them, because uh, you know, Lonzo Ball misses wow. a shitload of them. I don't count him as a <laughs> real player. Uh, no chill, Gill. Man, that's uh, good on you, man. All right, let's move on to this uh, this last story of Upper Deck. Uh, so, this past week, Georgia State played North Carolina State, Georgia State uh, FCS school, uh, not very likely to win against North Carolina State. Nobody thought they had a chance, including their coach, uh, and that was evident by uh, the beginning of the game. So Sean Elliott is the coach for Georgia State. He celebrated so hard when Georgia State went up 7-0 over North Carolina State last weekend that he tore his bicep. So, like, beginning of the game, Georgia State gets a lucky touchdown. This dude went so crazy fist pumping that he tore his bicep.
1: Bro. (laughs) Bro. That's all I, bro, 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 bro. That's all I got.
3: I've never seen a co- like. I mean, I've seen coaches get excited. There's that dude in the NCAA tournament a couple years ago who uh, who fell and like broke his leg, and he had to coach the rest of the tournament from a stool. Yeah. Do yeah. you remember that dude? Yes. That's all I could think of when I hear that this dude tore his bicep, fist pumping over a touchdown. Man. Uh, That's insane. He, he got super pumped. He clearly thought Georgia State had a shot. Uh, however, uh, now he needs surgery. And on top of that, Georgia State ended up losing the game 41-7. to <laughs> yeah,
1: He got his one. He got his fist bumps in. And then, uh, then that was about it. That was about it. And now
3: it. he needs surgery. <laughs> He's got to have surgery on that arm to repair his torn bicep. Andy got his ass beat 41-7. That is, dude, that's a, that's a big kid. Super. Super <laughs> big. <laughs> this has been Upper Deck brought to you, as always, by Minuteman Tickets uh, and No Chill Gill. I feel like No Chill Gill deserves a little shout-out on that one. 95 out of 100. Good Lord. Uh, are we good? Uh, all right, sweet. So let's, uh, let's get into our interview for the night. I am so stoked for this interview, ladies and gentlemen. This dude is one of my favorite rappers. I've been following his career since my freshman year of college. I got to see him perform at a dive bar, uh, just off of Xavier's campus. Uh, he's had music featured in not another teen movie. In the movie Orange County, he wrote the theme song for Super Size Me, Doug Ray, hanging out with us today. Doug Ray, what's up, man?
5: How's it going, guys?
3: Dude, thank you so much for coming on, man. This is freaking awesome, dude.
5: Yeah, it's uh, it's cool to get this going. I'm actually a fan of the podcast, so <laughs> kind of good to be on. And uh, good to say what's up.
3: I appreciate you lying for the audience, man. That makes me feel so much better.
5: <laughs> no, I... Look, I went back and just checked out a bunch of videos and episodes and stuff. and I got hooked on it starting last week. So I'm, I'm actually yeah, nice. I'm catching up.
3: Oh, that's awesome, man. That's great. Uh, so let's let's talk for a second here, man. So you had some really good commercial success. Uh, you had some some songs and movies um, and then you decided to just give up the rap career and go to law school. Uh, what's the motivation behind that, man? Why as things are kind of picking up and you got a, a solo album that comes out that you decide to just take a step back?
5: Um, it's a good question. I I didn't necessarily give it up consciously, although that ended up, I guess, being the result for a period of time. Anyway, uh, I had been on the road for a really long time, like maybe five or six years, just straight. And it, it, I just needed to switch it up for a minute, you know, recharge the batteries, try a new, try a new challenge, try a new adventure. There were definitely a lot of times like every day for the first year where I was like, what did I do here? (laughs) But, uh, Struggled, struggled through. It's hard to go from from the couch to the classroom, but I, I got it done. So,
3: dude, that's that's got to be really hard. Like, I can't imagine going back and trying to to go back to school, especially law school. Like, that's not an easy gig to just jump right into, especially after you're hitting the road, doing shows, staying up, drinking beers. Uh, that's that's an yeah, amazing accomplishment, to man.
5: Sorry, it's it's hard to get into the rhythm of doing like the school thing again. I actually do recall the first grade I got on a paper was just everyone's getting their papers back and they're like, oh, you know, I got a got a B, B plus, B minus, and my grade was just a C me, like the word <laughs> C me, and I was like, oh, this is not going to be good. And the very nice professor had a, a real frank talk with me about how it wasn't too late to get back my deposit. And stuff. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! That's
3: brutal, man. Uh, well, but
5: then I'll, at the same time, you know, some, I, I, there were some cool kids up there who sort of saw me struggling and, and helped help me get into the flow of things and get in some study groups. I made some friends and had some good professors and got into it and uh, ended up being okay.
3: Dude, that's awesome, man. Uh, so you, you finished law school, you're practicing law, you're, you're a, a licensed lawyer in New York, and then all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I, I got to get back, I got to put out some more music. Uh, and then you wrote your new album, Night Shift in 2 months, is that right?
5: That is. Yeah. That's now there were, there are a couple of songs on there that had sort of been started already that we might have been playing here or there, but essentially yeah, the, the most most of the record was written during that period and 100% of it was recorded uh sort of all at once, which is sometimes the best way to do it rather than go back and self-edit and I I've had previously self-edited myself out of a few records that just never <laughs> came to be because you know when you when you sit with a song for so long it sort of never finished but I, I was working with a producer out of ohio actually my friend alex sheridan uh just so much talent and so much positive energy and enthusiasm and we were just going back and forth and staying up all hours and just constantly working on music every minute of the day and then it was just done
3: all those all-nighters from law school paid off because you were able to...
5: Yeah, I mean, it, it certainly did. It, it, I, it was tough sort of doing it and working at the same time. I probably called out sick a few times in the studio, but uh, got it done. I, I wouldn't do it any other way, really, after after doing it like that. Uh, we, we have both had other projects and different things, and we sort of had a time frame in mind, and it ended up being great.
3: It is a, it's a fantastic album. Before we get to that, though, you mentioned something about sitting with the song for a while. So... One of, one, of your, one of my favorite tracks that you've ever put out is uh, First Time. That was like the song that got me hooked on, on You Man. Uh, my buddy was playing it in the basement at a party. Uh, now, I, once I went back and, and you know, started following your career a little bit, so you released that track with Bad Ronald. You released it uh, on your Drive Easy album uh, under the, the pseudonym Toothpick. You released it again when you uh, teamed up with Rich Nice from LSO, LFO and, uh, and did it on your Loose Cannons album. So when you've got something like that, when you get this track that just sort of keeps morphing and changing, how do you decide which one of those is your favorite, man? Because like, I feel like constantly tweaking something like that, especially something that you put your heart and soul into, uh, that's got to kind of right. mess with you a little bit, right?
5: So part of the reason that ends up happening is that you know perhaps you have faith and belief in a song that came from one project and you never really feel like you got the exposure that you wanted to but then you know people like it you play it at shows and stuff and you think you know let's find another opportunity to share this song it's it's not being shared in spite of another you know included in another project but it ends up getting a new spin on it yeah um i'm actually very much learn from that type of experience that some sometimes sometimes you beat a song to death and then it's actually dead (laughs) so I didn't necessarily always love the love the progression of how a song started and ended and that that sort of puts it all into a I mean that's a great call by you because that's really what happens Uh, sort of stretched out over like a 10 year period instead of a one year period. But it's where you just, the song is just never finished and you hear yeah. it again and you hear it one time in the car and you go, you know, it'd be cool here. Or you know what we should have done here. <laughs> and at this point I try to really focus on moving forward with just new stuff.
3: Yeah. That's a, that's a good way to do it. So which one, of, which version of first time is your favorite?
5: Probably the, the first, which was probably bad the role. best, the bad model version. Cause it was just the version that was written in 15 minutes and, not in a negative way, in a very positive way, because just there's a great team on it of, you know, producers and other writers. And it was something that was created as a group, which is really my favorite way to do it with the other guys in the band and with the producers and songwriters that are, whether it's a, whether it's another guy in your band or someone you just know from around the way, you just pick up different ideas and try to include everybody in yeah. the process, uh, and Just have fun, which is very much how that original first time was recorded. He yeah. was in college when we recorded the first one,
3: dude. And it's such a fun song, and, but uh, I, I, dude, I gotta be honest cards. though, man. That stripped down acoustic version on the Drive Easy album is so good, man. That's such a good version of that song. Plus, it's a, it's I, you, a whole know, different style, got, you know, I
5: forgot about that version. That's a good version. <laughs> <laughs> <That>
3: version. <laughs>
5: Uh, I'm gonna I know you didn't ask, but I'm gonna hook up one verse of that.
3: Oh dude, that'd be amazing. Holy shit. That'd be now, so
5: good. this here's what I'm talking about. Stuck inside but I'm without um struggling just to keep my voice and I don't stop screaming till I lose my voice. Keep on doing what I feel the most. One last hit and then I'm ghost this and my fault is how it has to be. And that's how I'm keeping my chastity, because if I had it all, I would give it away. No idea how I'm living today. It's like line by line, show by show. I got these ladies toe to toe, couple of drinks, and I'm ready to go. Ask me again, and I'll still say, don't be here on me, baby. Awesome. Give me that sweet love all night long. I feel like it's my first time
3: you baby i feel like it's my first time All right. dude that's so fucking awesome that just made my year man oh that's so great holy shit man we just had a private toothpick dude, I concert it.
5: i I, <laughs> I appreciate you bringing me back to the to the toothpick time and it just reminds <laughs> me of you know playing that song at at concerts and then playing after parties and playing with kids in the basement and doing shows and just <laughs> being excited when people actually remember the words
3: oh man that was i, don't, I mean i know you can't see us right now because the, the way the setup is but i was in here mouthing the words the whole the whole
5: verse Oh <laughs> dude, i appreciate it i might have been able to use the help i hope i didn't mess him up <laughs>
3: nope you nailed them <laughs> so what's the craziest thing that you i mean you obviously toured a lot Uh, you, you know, you were, you're torn under bad wrong. You toured as, as toothpick. Um, you even did some shows with, with rich, uh, for loose cannons. What's the craziest thing that's happened to you on the road?
5: Oh my goodness. That I can (laughs) mention. Yeah. That you're allowed to say, Um, (laughs) I don't want you to get in trouble. I mean, there's a couple of funny things that always stand out in my memory. One of them is anytime I'm driving down the highway and you, uh, you know, you hear the rumble strips on the side. If you're getting into the shoulder, they sometimes have those grooves cut out. Yeah. So I guess they call them rumble strips, but we we were on a bus. I was living on a bus with my friend Michael Tolster. He was touring. I was playing and living and they had a driver that. We just started calling them Ronnie Rumble Strips. Cause you, you just go at night, and then you just wake up in the middle of the night. You're on the bus, and you're, you're dreaming or doing whatever you're doing. And you just hear that. <laughs> you just have to, whoever wakes up, just poke their head out of the curtain and just go, Ronnie! Ronnie! Like, I'm up, man! I'm up! I've been up! up. Dude used to pass out, Ronnie Rumble Strips. So one time, we're just oh, sleeping and you just feel the bus just jerking just <laughs> <laughs> and you can hear the rumblers coming i, I know this guy is asleep uh, oh man that's i'm going to save the rest of that story as a matter of fact but yeah that was okay, always cool. fun. <laughs> like, those Dude. kind of things where, like you can't believe you made it
3: that's terrifying man that's super terrible i i am and glad you made it a,
5: another funny story is this actually as a matter of fact uh because september 11th just happened uh and just to just say still very sad and and still hurts a lot here in new york and i know it does around the country but especially at this time but after that had actually happened on september 11th, 2001 you know bad ronald had some canceled some shows and we were trying to deal with our stuff and and figure out what was going on and just grieving and feeling so badly about whatever took place but eventually they did start booking some shows again. And we were on, if not the first, one of these first flights uh, out of New York, which wasn't even taking off from a major airport. I think it was out of Islip. Uh, And so we had all this luggage with us, like just suitcases of stuff. And we're going to fly to some gigs. And at that time the bad Ronald shows were pretty crazy (laughs) and uh, they really didn't have a security plan or anything yet. So they just had some tables set up in front of the ticket counter and they're going to empty our luggage and go through everything item by item. Oh,
3: so, my God. Oh.
5: So at this time, you know, the DJ White Owl had some props. And we had different things. And there's just all these long lines and confusion. And there's different security around the airport. And, like, everyone's watching because we're holding up the uh, 20 suitcases and, you know, the, the music crates and all right. the equipment and stuff. And uh, they just start pulling all these props out of the suitcase. And it's like... You know, giant foam penis with balls, (laughs) like stuffed animal version, like six feet tall. I I don't know why we had it. Like blow-up dolls, like all kind of crazy stuff. Like we weren't even actually doing like weird sex stuff with it. They were just funny things to pull out on stage. You know, instead of having people a big blow-up ball around in the audience, they'd be, you know, floating around these blow-up dolls and stuff. (laughs) So that was an interesting flight. (laughs) I can't uh, imagine. It's not like we were U2 or anything. So we weren't like super famous or anything. No one really knew who we were to give us like the benefit of the doubt. So there's a lot of explaining to do.
3: Yeah, like flaming lips does something like that. It's like, oh, yeah, you guys are just weird and you do this stuff when you go on tour. Like (laughs) Otherwise, it's just like dudes like, hey, man, what
5: are you playing on on this (laughs) line? What are you guys doing? What are you doing? (laughs) But but, hey, you know, we did – we did fly out on that flight and go to some pretty huge shows and entertain people with some pretty hilarious, you know, stuff and wasn't always as music focused as it could have been, but we had a good time.
3: Yeah. I feel like the experience though, sometimes is what makes the concert even better, you know? So if you're putting on a show like that, like that's the type of shit that people remember and, and hook into, man. Uh, let me ask yeah, you We that... just
5: try to relate to people and be grateful for, for the audience. That's why we always freestyle a lot during the shows, which is, always very immediate and people know that you're talking about them right there and try to do as many things to show how we genuinely appreciate having people out and and partying with us
3: it's awesome when an artist actually appreciates their audience instead of like don't take a picture with me
5: leave me the fuck alone
3: okay you know like that's that's fucking cool man um uh, yeah let, no we're
5: out here trying to make some friends so
3: let me ask you this man so you, you mentioned september 11th i read that bad ronald's uh, album actually dropped on September 11, 2001. Is that true? Is that really when that album hit? It is. Do you think that it album is, would yeah. have a bit more success yeah. had it not hit at that time? Because I feel like, you know, that that's like the turning point in our country. You know, that's like a, a delineation point. And maybe if the album would come out like a week earlier, or two weeks earlier, or something like that, or, you know, a few months after, it, it may have played a little differently. Yeah,
5: I mean, so... It, it wasn't the right time for a party record, right. but to be honest, it was so bad in New York during and right after that, that we didn't even think of that at the time, you know, with yeah. a lot of hindsight, we feel, I think, as angry about it as everybody else does for what it took from us and the opportunities it took from us. And it wasn't the right music at the right moment, and we lost tour support and promotion, and I'm pretty sure they pulled our videos off MTV, which was yeah. a, probably a pretty good call. Uh, it was just crazy party stuff, and no one was really trying to have a crazy party. Right. But I think we always all didn't really feel that badly about it because of how much worse so many other people had it as a result of all of those terrible days, and, you know, we were, we were actually still here to be upset, so. right. It's hard to, you know, but but looking back, we're angry like everyone else is that that this evil took place and and harmed us and harmed everybody.
3: Yeah, man, it's uh it's a it's fucking crazy, dude. All right. Let's let's lighten the mood a little bit. Let's let's talk about something less controversial. Uh, Let's talk about what you're doing with uh, the proceeds from your song Gumshoes. So Gumshoes is a, a track off your new album Night Shift, which is. Uh, like I said, it is a fantastic album, man. As soon as you dropped that, I was so pumped, man. I, I got it that day. I've been listening to it, uh, especially since you agreed to do the show like nonstop, man. Uh, but Gumshoes is, is kind of your ode to your love for Nikes. Uh, so why don't you give us a little background of what you're doing with that track and, uh, and how you're kind of using the platform. Uh, so I had
5: okay. almost 98% Nikes for me. You know, I got all I'm, I'm pretty loyal to the brand, which is kind of corny, but, you know, you get used to something. And I was very heavily into track when I was in high school and it was all about Nike. So I got into, you know, Prefontaine. And that's why I originally, you know, if you hear in the song, you shout out the original Nike
3: yep.
5: Prefontaine <laughs> <the> 1983 Pegasus. <laughs> but they're just a brand that that makes sense. And to me, it's such an obvious choice to support Colin Kaepernick. Is there another side to take? He's just against injustice. So who's for injustice? That boggles my mind. But yeah, so I I mean, it's literally the least I can do. I mean, so it's just a very, very tiny part in a larger effort, I think.
3: Yeah, and, and dude, I respect the hell out of that. So for those of you that, that may not know, all proceeds from Gumshoes uh, from the month of September, uh, Doug is donating to Colin Kaepernick's foundation. Um, so go out, find that album. Uh, find First of all, buy the whole album, and then buy that track specifically to, uh, because all of those proceeds are going to get donated. And dude, you're you're 100% right, Doug. Uh, when it comes to this whole debate, I don't know how it got twisted from... What the the purpose well, of Nero was? It got, it was, got twisted you know?
5: intentionally, probably. And and let me just say, uh, because a lot of people have bought the record and then emailed and sort of said, you know, how are you? Are you donating all the proceeds from the record? There, I don't know how many songs are on the record. I think there's eleven songs on the record. Every full record that we sell during the month of September, we're going to donate a dollar to the Gathering for Justice, and every download of just that song, 100 percent of the proceeds of all streaming and yeah. downloading of that song alone will also be donated. Uh and I was actually so far very surprised at the response and very happy cuz it seems like we're actually going to get a decent donation going here.
1: It's awesome. That's
3: great man. So, uh
5: sorry for interrupting. I just wanted to
3: no, 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 you're totally fine man. Absolutely. Hey man, you're you're the guest. I, I want you to talk as much as possible. Straight. Get the message <laughs> straight. <laughs> uh but uh, yeah yeah, okay, so even better. So uh, I think my point still stands. Buy the album and then download or buy the song too uh, and get $2 donated to the album. And then here's what you yeah, do, hey, everybody. Do. Uh if, Especially if streaming's getting counted, when uh, you're going to sleep, go ahead and queue up Spotify. White noise it. Just hit Gumshoes on repeat and play that for eight hours while you're sleeping. Uh, and all of those proceeds are going to go too. <laughs>
5: yeah 100% and i hope it's you know as much as possible cuz i think it's such a great cause you know i i went in before i set up the the donation i donated myself just to confirm the that everything was up and up and it, it definitely is and you get a receipt which you can print out and and it's a very legitimate organization so it's going to a good place for a good cause that's great man that's awesome
3: all right let's talk a little sports man. I, I, I know
5: what else has but i've seen i've seen it with my own eyes i've benefited from being white, standing right next to people who didn't receive that same benefit from me, there's obvious injustice in the criminal justice system, and it should be fixed,
3: dude. And that's that's what people need to hear. Like this is coming from a lawyer who who sees this day in and day out. Things are are not they're not the same for me and Joe as they are for somebody of color, and and I think that's what is at the heart. Like I, I know. You, you can be offended that Colin Kaepernick has taken a knee, but take a, take a step back and look at the heart of what the issue is. And the issue is that white people have a step up. And that's not to say you didn't have a hard life. Like I, that's always the response that I get when I talk to people about it. They're like, well, I had a tough life. If a person of color was in the exact same circumstances, they're going to have a harder life. And, and there's,
5: it's 100%. It's
3: just the truth, man. Like and, and
5: it's not only the, the interactions within the judicial system and the justice system and the police – but having to interact with them in the first place because of white people calling the police on them all right. the time, which is ridiculous.
3: Right. 100% true. Man. So
5: it's coming from every angle. And, it, and still, until white people are honest about it, it's not going to get any better. I have no problem in, in saying it because it's just true, and I see it right in my face. So Right. All
3: right, man, let's talk a little sports here before we let you go. So I know you're a New York guy, so does that mean you're a, a Mets-Jets yep. fan? you a Giants-Yankees fan. Where are where the loyalties So my lie?
5: teams are – Knicks, Giants, Yankees, mm. Rangers of the New York sports. Oh, uh, man. Those are my loyalties. So <laughs> for better or for worse, and I don't change. That's from day one.
3: <laughs> All right. Uh and, and Joe, let's cue up the music. Uh, Doug, we do this with every single guest that we have in. Uh, and Joe, I just realized I don't have the, the quick hitter questions. Do you have them pulled up? Yeah, I got them. All right. Uh, Doug, we have a slew of questions that are hot topics okay. of debate. Uh, so we, right. need, we need your quick answer, gut reaction uh, to these questions to help decide these debates. Ignore the ominous music. Right, I know it. it's nerve wracking. Uh, but Joe, go ahead.
1: <laughs> Plain cake donuts, yay or nay?
5: I'm sorry, one more time.
1: Plain cake donuts, yay or nay?
5: Yay, all donuts. Ah, all right. there you go.
1: <laughs> Jordan or LeBron. Jordan <laughs> is Tiger Woods back? Yes! <laughs> oh,
3: Booyah! Man. Booyah! Not yet, man. Not yet.
1: Okay. All right. I'll shut up now. Now we got. Now we got some thinkers here. Do you button? depending
5: on Sunday. That's
1: mm-hmm. right. Do you button the shirt from the top down or the bottom up?
5: From the top down, but not to the very top. There
1: you go. <laughs> Uh, Unless I'm going out to California. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Do you zip the pants and then do the button? Or do you button and then zip?
5: Why zip and then button?
0: What? What? That's
1: craziness,
0: man.
5: (laughs) I, I think I mean I know it's all right. <laughs> I'm trying to fool. do I not I don't know now I have to think it. man, no it's fine it's fine your,
3: your answer's been recorded man
5: <laughs> I feel like the zipper is like you know already always like not all the way down I'm thinking too hard <laughs> I we can try to put some pants on now man. Yeah. see that's <laughs> what we get everybody
1: alright we got two more is Die Hard a Christmas movie yes Boom. Ooh, um, Last man. one is a hot dog a sandwich. No. <sighs> oh,
3: Doug, Come on man.
5: I'm sorry. I, well, I don't eat I don't eat hot dogs.
3: <laughs> I was su- I was I'm such a, a fan. Guy. Coming into that, we have so many differing uh, answers on that quiz there, Doug. So
5: you guys would hate what I do at Skyline Chili. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't even eat it. I don't. Are you eat serious? It. You no. don't eat that? No, Joe, get out. No, You're I done. That.
3: You're off the show. Good I lord! Like
5: Two way guy, which is like just the pasta and the and the Skyline Chili, no cheese. Or I'll just get a vat of chili and just dunk a million fries <laughs> in it. <laughs> And I'm about to make a really admission that I'm not proud of. Uh-oh, yes, uh-oh. sometimes I miss it, and I order it online in the cans, and it's not the same. Don't make this mistake.
3: The skyline. Oh, dude. All right. Here's what we're gonna do. Uh, we'll I'll get your info off the show, man. I'm gonna send you. They they sell packets. You can make your own out of this. It's like seasoning way better than the okay. can dude that can is garbage it's all just runny water if you make it with the seasoning it's <laughs> not yeah, so i was so excited
5: and went really bad
3: <laughs> yeah dude you really? can't do you can't do the cans it is bullshit garbage we got you we got you uh, I, yeah i got your See, back that's man that's
5: why i need that authentic cincinnati <laughs> heads up <laughs>
3: uh guys doug ray uh his album night shift is available anywhere you can get music itunes google play make sure you guys are streaming it download it buy it uh and the track Gumshoes. uh after you buy the album go buy that track too because 100 of the proceeds from that track and a dollar from every album purchase are being donated to colin kaepernick's foundation uh doug Thank you so much, man, for being on the show, dude. I really appreciate it, man.
5: Thanks for having us. Thanks for having me. I want to say one more thing. I've been to your great American ballpark, right? It's just better than Yankee Stadium.
3: Oh, shit. Even the new one? Even better than new (laughs) Yankee?
5: I hate the new one. The old Yankee Stadium, we got some issues because there's a lot of history there and it had a lot of character. The new one, I'm just not interested
3: Oh, man. I'd rather I, that,
5: go run the bases outside the Great American Ball. Dude, park. Great
3: American's a good park. I'll tell you what, man. When you uh, when you take Night Shift on the road and you come to Cincinnati, hit me up. We'll we'll go to a game. You can come hang out. We'll get some Skyline. We'll drink some beers. Uh, it'll be a good damn time.
5: <laughs> Looking forward to it.
3: <laughs> Doug, thanks so much, man. Really appreciate it.
5: All right, fellas. Thanks for having me. Take care. Right,
3: cheers, man. Thanks. That's Doug Ray, everybody. Uh, again, his album Night Shift is available now. A dollar from every... Uh, album purchase is going to be donated to Colin Kaepernick's foundation and hundred percent of the proceeds from the show uh, from the track gum shoes is going to be donated man I, dude that chill dude he's so cool chill man. dude so, I can't believe he just did a verse from first time live on our show you almost flipped the table over there dude uh, six to midnight <laughs> fangirled out <laughs> that is amazing! Uh, wow. All right, and we got the debate raging in the Facebook comments about is a hot dog a sandwich? Always, <laughs> always
1: a hot button topic. Always. <laughs> did you notice what uh, what question I left out there? No, would you leave out? Yeah, IPAs. Oh, not yeah. <laughs> pumpkins, Get out of here with that question. It's if anything. Question. It would be pumpkin beers. Are pumpkin beers? pumpkin
3: spots No, pumpkin no, 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 no. Seasonal No, it's not. IPAs happen it's not all year round. Point. All right, we're not going to do point this. Of the question. We're not going to do this. No, 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 I'm hang on. Let's clarify we're the question. Do this. The point of the question is uh people geek out over pumpkin spice lattes and dudes, white dudes specifically geek out over IPAs. Case in point, you and Resin.
1: Um, I have one thing and one thing only to say <laughs> to you.
4: If I uh, <laughs> I'm so glad <laughs>
5: Motherfucker, motherfucker, motherfucker!
3: Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, should we talk about uh, the the picks from last week?
1: I mean, we can. All right. If you um, really want yeah. yeah. To. I mean, let's
3: get into that. Let's talk about the picks. By the way, that uh, call uh, with Doug was brought to you by Rally House. Next time you need to suit up and rep your team, be sure to go to 12 dot com. Click the link on the right side of every page. Rally House has gear from every major sports league, plus NCAA and even local gear, so help out the station by going to twelve dot radio.com before placing your next order. That's one two Oz com. All right, let's talk about these picks. Uh so the only one who won the game won a game last week was Scott, unfortunately.
1: Uh good lord. You want to you wanna hit his little sound here that he left us Since he doesn't want to show up for Let's work. get to
3: that in a, in a second nah, Let's nah, talk nah. about last week's pick So last week, Scott I mean, in fairness, Scott had the easiest game Oh,
1: he had the easiest pick him. You alright over there? I'm good, man. I just got the hiccups. <laughs> just came out of nowhere. <laughs> Your heart uh, fluttered. And, uh... Dude, he played first time live on our show. Good Lord.
3: Uh, UC, Scott had UC over Miami. Uh, all of our picks Miami of Ohio, up to, by yeah.
1: the way, everybody. And all of our picks were straight up, right? Nobody yeah, on the line. Yeah, they, when, when I did it, they said push. Um, I know it changed come game time, um, but when we pulled it, that's what the – she said so we went with bushes. Yeah, uh,
3: so Scott had UC over Miami and got that one, which was a no-brainer. Um, I had Tennessee over Miami. Um, that game, I feel like without yeah. did the you, weather,
1: did you just like like have like mini heart attacks every time I we went to weather delay? Like, is this actually going no, like, to, to happen?
3: No, to be honest, To be honest, I wasn't even paying attention to the game, and then I checked towards the end to see what the score was, and I saw it was delayed, and I was like oh, fuck. Now I got to wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it finally came back, and I was like, all right, cool. I still got a shot because we were talking in our, our group right, chat. I'm right. like, I got a shot at this, and um, I did not have a shot at that. Uh, <laughs> somehow Ryan Tannehill remembered that he can be a quarterback and fucked me over really good. Well, it
1: also didn't help that like Tennessee had like all three of like their main starters go out with injury. You know, Marcus Mariota went out, then yeah. Delaney Walker, and then they had like their left tackle go out. So... Uh, That was a rough day. Rough weather, rough injuries for you. (laughs) The Berlon jinx really hit hard on that one.
3: (sighs) Which, how fucking crazy is it that I picked every other game that we talked about correctly? I picked Ohio State over Rutgers, which wasn't even a pick. I picked that one right. I picked Scott's game right. I picked your game right. The one assigned to me, I lose. Fucking bullshit, You choked it. You choked it. And then you had Dallas over Carolina. Uh, You went with (laughs) Jarrah's team, Murka's team. That was...
1: I believed in everybody, all the talking heads out there that said uh Carolina's gonna have a down year. Kim Newton's gonna do not gonna do much anymore without Kelvin Benjamin. And I kinda got ran over. Yeah, you did I got ran over real hard. Yeah, you did. Uh real hard. On that real one. hard. Like I turned it on, <coughs> checked, and I was like, Well, I gotta practice my dark throne <laughs> skills here. <laughs> Uh, So yeah, so
3: you and I are the first victims of the Degenerate Dart Board of Doom. Um, How do you want to do this? Should we throw first and then make our picks for uh, for next week? Or should we uh, make our picks now and then throw?
1: Yeah, we'll make our picks and then we'll throw.
3: Okay, so let's go ahead and uh, we'll do Scott's pick first. Uh, Since Scott is not here, he recorded a message for us. Um, We randomly generated a a pick for him, and he got Ohio State uh, playing TCU this weekend. Uh, and Ohio State is giving 13,
1: 13 and a half? Yeah, I believe it is 13 and a half, yes. All
3: right, so he, first ever money line pick uh, uh, on this one. So go ahead and uh, hit the audience with Scott's.
4: Hello, fellows. Greetings from sunny Chicago. My apologies for not being able to be there this week, but without having to. Uh Show up and make one of you guys in person for your terrible picks this week. This motherfucker. I'm going to go ahead and say you guys suck from <laughs> five and a five-and-a-half-hour drive away from you guys. Rude. It'd be nice if for once you guys could actually do something right. So I decided I'd take a week off and maybe you guys could get shit together. Have fun throwing up you the weren't. dartboard. I hope you guys have better luck with the dartboard than you do making your picks. Anyway, (laughs) without further ado, we can move on to this week's picks, and we had discussed it uh, amongst each other, and I ended up with Ohio State versus TCU. Ohio State is giving up at least 13.5 points when uh, we talked about the spread. So I think I'm just going to go with Ohio State, despite it being a large amount of points. The game is at home. Uh, They've beaten the shit out of both their opponents so far this year. There's no reason that stops against TCU. And really, two touchdowns isn't a crazy amount to think. So despite them probably only doing it just barely, I do think that they'll cover the spread. I will take Ohio State giving up the points to TCU for this week's pick. Also, I'm going to uh, vote for Danny Cannell as the Motherfucker of the Week this week for having the goal to say that anybody should wait around for a hurricane to just hit before canceling games just to see what type of uh, devastation there is. That's kind of a dumb thing to say. Not to uh, diminish the fact that leaving school right after losing a game is also Motherfucker worthy, but uh, Danny Cannell, you're the Motherfucker of the Week in this case. Anyway, thank you, Joe, for filling in for me this week. Good luck to both of you on this week's tips, And uh, let's just say hopefully you guys aren't throwing up the dartboard uh, when I get back. I'll talk to all you guys later. Thanks for listening. Peace.
1: (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome for us listening. (laughs) Just one quick clarification. Don't know if he knows this or not, but the game, Ohio State is not playing at home. No. Uh they They're, are in Jerry's world, I yeah, believe. Yeah, correct? it's at yeah. Dallas, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, which we'll um, talk about that
3: here in a second. Yeah. Um Yeah, so okay, so Scott is down for OSU over TCU with a line of thirteen and a half. So he is, he is giving started, thirteen and he a half. He is
1: on the road, down thirteen and a half to start. Full disclosure, that was Scott's second take on that, because
3: the first one he was yeah. like, Urban Meyer's back and he's back with a vengeance, which I wish he was here Awkward. live. <laughs> I wish he was here live for that so that all of us could have just laughed at him for that one, which is troll. Totally why I'm calling him out on that. Uh but yeah, Scott thought Urban only had a two game punish uh, two game suspension. So he was like, Urban's back and he's gonna be mad and I was like, Hey man, you might want to re-record that one, leave out the whole Urban thing. Yeah, whole um, Urban
1: thing might be a good idea. <laughs>
3: All right, let's uh I I am throwing first at the the degenerate dartboard of doom. Oh no, I got to pick first? Yeah, we're going yeah, yeah, to. That's right. First. We're picking first since we're okay. sitting right here. Okay. Oh, man, I'm so nervous about this. Rummage, rummage. After the first week, like I thought I thought this
1: was going to be a lot easier. It's not. The lines, well, we all had pushes though, but uh All right, what'd you get? What'd you, what do we got here? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> if it's if it's three letters in all caps, it's NFL? <laughs> I, know. I know. I got it. I got the Patriots and Jacksonville. And it's push ems. a push. Push them.
3: So either way, I win this one. I'm taking
1: the Pats. Taking the Pats, huh? <laughs> taking the Pats. Wow, I'm taking the Pats. Uh, uh, that's not a popular opinion around the around the, the globe. You know Yeah, that. No, I understand that. But
3: that's why I'm saying either way I win. Because either the Pats lose mm-hmm. and, haha, fuck you, Tom Brady. Or... I don't have to throw at the dartboard. I feel very confident in my bullseye skills, But okay. I'm not as nervous about this dartboard as, uh, it, as is, I it is. It is
1: a big bullseye out there. It's a very big bullseye. I big was bullseye.
3: I was nervous last week, but then when you brought the dartboard, I was like, mm, I got this. I, I
1: went to Walmart I just found like a big old cheap one that was the only one that they had out there because <laughs> we weren't allowed to have like a real one or like the ones where you actually throw the darts and they stick like an electronic board. But you yeah. know, we made yep, it work. Yep, yep. We made it. We made things work here.
3: It's all good and, uh, uh, In the realm Robert Taylor Host of MMA to the Max You guys heard him last week He's taking the Jags In that one So I am already I, yeah, uh, I, The, uh, I'm the feeling minority it. I'm feeling it man
1: I, no, I just I don't know I mean it's Brady hey, you can't, I mean it's hard It's hard to bet against Brady It's it just is. like betting it's, Against Alabama Right don't do It is Yeah 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 Exactly
3: But again like I said If they lose i still win Cause all fuck right. the Patriots
1: Alright <laughs> here we go First pool Uh, First of all,
3: you're already anticipating
1: throwing (laughs) it back. Missouri Mm. versus Purdue. Ooh, Mizzou's given six. Dude, you okay? No, I'm not gonna say anything.
3: I'm not gonna say anything. Go ahead. (sighs) Who are you you gonna? First of all, do you want to keep that one? You could throw it back. You could throw that one back. I'm gonna throw that one
1: back. I'm gonna throw that one back. I have no idea what Mizzou is doing. I did zero. I know Purdue isn't that good. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna throw that back just because I don't know what Mizzou is. They could be also as bad as Purdue.
3: Mm, I don't think anybody's that bad because um, <laughs> Purdue is pretty fucking terrible. All right. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Let's just okay, hang on. Can we? Because well, well, you well. didn't. You didn't take the Mizzou. No. Nope, no. Nope. Uh, Purdue last week lost. Yep. To Eastern Michigan. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Okay, okay, I just know, checking. Okay, because I, I, I feel like that was like a no brainer. Yeah, I know. that Mizzou,
1: you would totally. take you know. Okay, but, I, th- but that's yeah, fine. No. Okay, okay, but you yeah, know, I got a okay. guy. I got I got one that's uh, way harder. You know, uh, Giants versus Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboys are a three and a half point favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I will take the Giants. All right, you are taking the not Giants. getting not getting fooled again. Here we go, Giants. Here we go. <laughs> Uh you said the Cowboys are a three and a half favorite? Cowboys are a three
3: and a half favorite. So you're plus three and a half to start. That's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. There's your picks for this week. Scott has OSU over TCU. He's given thirteen and a half. I've got the Patriots over the Jaguars in a push. And Joe is going with the Giants over the Cowboys. Uh he's at plus three and a half.
1: Whew. You feel good about those I picks? I feel good. I feel good. All right, uh, so uh, I guess now we're gonna throw. I'm gonna go
3: ahead, I'll throw first. Yeah,
1: uh, let me. Okay, I'll give everybody a. I'll give everybody a little rundown. Flip it over here. So we got our dartboard. You guys can see we got it broken down into five regions. We got five punishments up there, just one to throw. keep it. Uh, one throw. Everybody knows the rules. Uh, as you can see, we got five regions. We got the shoey is up there. We got to take a drink out of your shoe. Five minute ice tub. Uh, you've got Art by Jude, where Drew gets, Jude gets to draw some tattoos on you with his markers all over your face and arms to do the show in. Uh, we've also got the booby tassels, where you have to do the show shirtless, just in booby tassels. And uh, the last one is, what's the last one? Oh, the uh, Icy Hot Undercarriage. We are going to soak your underwear in Icy Hot, and then you have to wear it for the show. Now then, there are also two caveats. If you hit the green bullseye, you are free for the week. If you hit dead center red, you get to throw a second time and give that punish. And uh, whatever you land on, that punishment goes to whoever you choose. All right, Mike, take it away. Oh no! Ooh, it's, it's a thirteen-four and thirteen. Yeah. Mm, that is uh, that's looking like the shoey there, buddy. The shoey, We got a shoey going down. We'll hit that up. Yeah, that nice shoey. Oh, that's, that's a, that's a tough one. That is a tough one to handle. You ready to drink a nice, what do we, probably hams, because that's what you got laying around? A hams out of a nice shoe?
3: Yeah, I feel like I'm going to have to do the hams out of the shoe. Here's my question. Do I get to pick the shoe, or, like... Well yeah, I'm not gonna Yeah, yeah, you can pick your
1: shoe. You can pick oh, your shoe. Oh man. So I gotta go my own shoe. Like that's well, the only way to like, go. Yeah. Um, Which one is not as nice? Where mm. you can't do it out of the one that's like not worn because those are usually nice shoes. Right. You have to go out you can't do it out of your dailies or your right. Beat downs. Right. There's, you got there's any not a lot of options. you about to go to pay less again. I, like may,
3: <laughs> I, may buy, I may buy some shoes for this shoey. Oh, oh. dear God, that sounds awful. Uh, all right. So (laughs) Vic, by the way, said any takers on a bet that Mike totally misses the (laughs) dartboard. That's fantastic. I'm going to switch over to Joe's seat since there's a lag on Facebook so that I can see this throw live. Uh, So Joe don't throw just yet. Let me move here. All right, man. Whenever you are ready, go ahead and fire at the board. Oh, that's a green bullseye. Joe is safe. Holy shit. Holy shit. Joe with a walk-off. Oh, man. Wow. Uh, how you feeling? <laughs>
1: One more time. How you... <laughs>
3: Uh, how do you feel about that? Because you even said before the show you were like, "Oh, this isn't good" because the height changed from what you were throwing oh, at before. Yeah, I'm
1: throwing down, oh man! So you are off the hook. I'm the only one that gets punished. You know, we're going to start it next week with a nice shoey, son of a bitch.
3: Shoe-y. So I got to drink a hams out of a shoe next week. Be sure to tune in for that goddamn trick. <laughs> Okay, yeah, we said we said it's going to be a hams, not the show beer. So at least that's good. I can cleanse the yeah, palate. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's sweat and the hams. Anybody know how to wash a shoe? Cuz I feel like I'm going to have to wash it afterwards. I'm pretty sure I've washed it in like the, the washer and dryer, you know. You just get like a you just instead of having it roll around, you put like a rack in so they stay Good. uh what is the um,
3: <laughs> your dad said my hair was in my eyes. <laughs> uh, uh, got dick, him. dick move. Uh dick move uh Joe that's awful. Um uh, man. Uh, uh Tank says it ain't a shoey if you don't spin in it.
1: All right, that's fair enough. Uh <laughs> yeah, we don't have a dos boot just laying around, all right? <laughs> Uh, we don't have a DOS boot where we have to mess with a bubble. Not buying one of those, unless unless Tank, you got you got a DOS boot you want to bring around. You know we can we can hit that DOS boot, but
3: uh, oh, your dad's already on
1: my. He got me. He what? I already.
3: That's exactly where I was thinking, and he already called it out. Use your son's shoe. It's much smaller, and that's exactly where I was going because it doesn't specify whose shoe. Yeah, but you have to do the whole beer. Oh, that's a lot of shoe. Oh man, but kids' shoes are cheaper.
1: <laughs> so as long as you can fit a whole beer Into that kid's Can I just shoes? keep refilling No 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 no. <laughs> one one guzzle one shotgun tile Dude I can't I, Okay whatever we'll just give it a Just chug
3: dog. that shoey. Okay
1: we'll give chug it a shot it Are
3: we just gonna through. sit here and look at the dartboard the rest of the night Are you just leaving up your bullseye Yeah I did want to just leave it
1: <laughs> You're
3: like I ain't even changing cameras nah. We are looking at my bullseye Proud the rest of myself that uh,
1: might be the only one I hit <laughs> I can't believe you hit that shit.
3: That's such bullshit,
1: man. <laughs> oh,
3: shit, dude. All right. Um, okay, so we got our picks locked in for this week. Uh, let's talk about this OSU-TCU game for a second. because And by the way, okay. the, the phone lines are open. Full lines are 0, 37 drunk. Uh, I did. I did I, I, it should be working, right? Okay. Everything should be working. It's open. It's while. open on and open. Uh, so feel free to call in if uh, you got anything to talk about. But... Um, Let's talk about this OSU-TCU game because there is some rumblings among Ohio State fans that ESPN is chickening out in this game. And the reason why... So this is obviously the game of the week. Wait, chickening out? What do you mean by chickening out? Here's uh, Let me, let me uh, clarify. Acknowledge so, me. Um, this is the game of the week this week. It's yep. two top 25 teams. Yep. TCU is what, like 16? Game day is going to be there. Day. Oh, 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 let's oh, let's take oh, this oh, call oh, and then oh, I'll get oh, into
1: that. Oh oh, 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 oh! Hold on one second here, caller. Give me one second. <laughs> uh, fruit Sports, who's this?
6: Finally, JB <laughs> has come back to Craftfruit Sports. JB, got it! There you go, Joe.
4: Motherfucker, <laughs> motherfucker, motherfucker. what? Motherfucker, you. Go.
6: Hey, how's it going, buddy? You know what? I will take that as the only member of this group to actually win Motherfucker of the Week. I will take that. <laughs> you did win Aye. Motherfucker of the Week.
3: Aye. You were named Motherfucker of the Week. Uh, JB, what's going on, man? Long time no here. What's going on, guys? It's been a little bit. It's been a long bit. Where you been? You just been hibernating uh, during hockey off season? Like you you're like I pretty I much yeah I don't follow anything else, I mean, so if it's not hockey, I don't even I don't even pay attention to sports. I just sit there in a cave and wait for hockey
6: season to start up. Well, considering the only sport that was going on after hockey was baseball. Yeah. And I yeah, yeah, no, 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 don't care about baseball.
3: Golf was going on. Golf, sorry.
6: That's not a sport.
3: Wow, Joe, you going to take that? Are you going to take that from God damn it, JB?
6: Rude.
3: <laughs> uh, JB, enlighten us on uh, on the hockey season. I know preseason's starting up here soon. There's been a lot of moves in the off season, a lot of free agent signings, uh, a lot of trades that have been going on. Who's
6: the team I mean, to beat
3: this year? That's, that's, that's a like a
6: whole episode in and itself, but even just like today... Uh, Eric Carlson finally got traded out of the dumpster fire that is Ottawa. And he's out in San Jose now, so they're looking to make a return trip to the Stanley Cup Finals because they've got, like, the two best offensive defensemen in the league on the same team now. And that just went down, like, five hours ago.
3: Breaking news here on Craft Sports. Uh (laughs) Well, I guess.
6: So... Yeah, breaking news five hours ago.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, but most of the people that listen to the show don't know shit about hockey, so this is breaking news That's to those true. folks. Um, all right, so who is the team to beat? I'm breaking it here on Craft Roots. <laughs> right, yeah, you are You are our inside man. Insider Jim. <laughs> who is the team to beat in the NHL this year? Who are you giving it all to based on rosters right now?
6: I mean, in the West... <sighs> I'm still putting it between probably either Vegas or Nashville. Okay. And in the East, it's either going to be between uh, uh, Toronto or Tampa Bay.
1: Wow. No return for the caps, no pens.
6: Yeah. So you're you're kidding. When do you think, (laughs) when do you think the
1: caps get eliminated this year?
6: Um, I think they, they return to the uh, the traditional second-round Penguins exit. <laughs>
3: That's a good call. <laughs> How far do you think the Penguins make it?
6: Uh, they'll probably make it to the conference finals where they get eliminated by either Tampa or Toronto.
3: Fair enough. Uh, Toronto the, Toronto's still got that young stud, right?
6: Awesome, Matthews. Yeah, yeah. And, and they picked up uh, John Tavares, yep. who's probably the second- Best two-way forward in the league, so he was supposed to end up either in. Well, there were five different teams looking to pick him up, and he was expected to go back to New York. But uh, somehow Toronto stole him and signed him away from New York for seven years and seven million a year.
3: That's pretty. Uh, it's pretty impressive that Toronto was able to steal away, uh, especially yeah. adding to, to and, Matthews. That's and also help in them out big time. in
6: Toronto news. I just saw today that uh, Toronto brass gave the, uh, the team the okay to start growing beards and mustaches again. So it's, it's a banner it's day a plus. in Toronto. It's always
1: a plus. Always a plus. <laughs> um, all
3: right, man. So we're going to keep up with you during the hockey. Now that hockey is coming
1: back, when does the preseason start, by the way, starts uh, this weekend um, with they go to China. Pre-season,
6: yeah, there's, China. there's,
1: Two games in China, I think. I think it's, I think it's just Boston why? and Calgary.
3: So let me ask you this, JB, as the, the hockey guy and the one who follows this. Uh, why? Yeah, why China? <laughs> why China? Why are, are, do we think we're going to like... Is why that going like Russia? Yeah, like why are we going to well, move the footprint the next, to China? Uh,
6: the next Olympics are in China. Oh, trying okay. to get it
3: back in. Well, wait a second. Hang on. In. Hang on a second. Yeah, that's the thing. Okay, so the Olympics are in China, but if the NHL isn't going to participate, then who gives a shit?
6: Well, that's the thing. Is the NHL is probably going to participate? Mm. The IOC wanted to make a hard bargain and say if you don't go to this year's Olympics, you can't go to the next one, and the NHL is basically calling their bluff.
3: Gotcha. Okay, fair enough. Uh, the Winter Classic this year, uh, kinda, Joe's, Joe's dad just pointed out. Kind of long story short, yeah. Uh, Joe's dad just pointed out Winter Classic this year is in South Bend at Notre Dame Stadium. The yes, indeed. Uh, Boston and Chicago, I believe, are playing in that one. Two Irish um, cities. So, oh.
6: Is, oh, shocker. Chicago's in an outdoor game again.
3: <laughs> yeah, so my question, uh, is this the greatest uh, Winter Classic that's ever been? The answer is yes. Yes, it is. JB, thanks so much for calling, man. <laughs> it's in South Bend. It's in Notre Dame Stadium. It's,
6: that's unreal. That's amazing, man. Well, you're still going to have to beat, and awkwardly enough, the Toronto-Detroit game in Michigan Stadium that set the record for biggest
5: uh, audience yeah, yeah, watching a six, all that hockey kind of game. stuff.
3: It don't matter. Uh, it's in South Bend. Okay. It's at Notre Dame Stadium, Okay, Chicago and Boston. That's, that's the best one. It's the best. I'm not saying no. the highest rated. I'm saying it's the best I, outdoor game. So it's I, not I, the, the goat. It's, it's the
6: boat. At this point, <laughs> I, I wish you had a hockey team that you cared about that was – Playing in that game so that you could root for them, and then they'd lose at Notre Dame and just kind of carry on this trip. I'm,
3: <laughs> I'm used to my but, team you know, losing with, at Notre Dame. With, it, with it's him, fine.
1: with him, there'll there'll probably be too many big old snowflakes, and they like the first outdoor game where everybody was tripping over
3: the ice and everything. <laughs> JB, it was good to hear your voice again, man. Thank you, uh, thank you for calling, dude.
6: Oh, of course. You'll, you'll be hearing more from
3: me. All right, good. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, it, good, because nobody else knows what the fuck we're talking about when it comes to hockey, so right. thank you.
6: Exactly.
3: <laughs> Cheers, man. Have a good one. Uh, Cheers. Go
6: fuck yourself, Boyle.
3: <laughs> of course he ends with that. Uh, all right, let's, let's get back into this Ohio State TCU. So, game day is going to this game. It's the biggest game of the weekend. Yep. However, game day is not going to the game. Well, they didn't last week either. Yes, it did. They were I'm kidding. They were in <laughs> South Bend. But instead of going to the game, instead of going to Jerry's World, they're going to TCU's campus. Right. And setting up shop there. Right. So Ohio State fans are saying, why are you afraid of Ohio State? Because let's face it, if you go to the, the game, if you go to the actual stadium, that stadium is at least gonna be fifty percent Ohio State fans.
1: Well the the reason is because um I believe Herb Street does the game, right? So like, so like, why would they set up shop in Ohio State and then have him fly to Texas? Why wouldn't he just take like a short little Uber?
3: No, no, no. The the Ohio State fans are complaining that they're not setting up in Dallas. Oh, like, why aren't you at Jerry's Stadium? Why are you setting up up? no, come on, bullshit. Come <laughs> on. You think
1: Jerry's going to be like, no, publicity? I don't think uh, so, no. friend. Well, I think, I mean, isn't their whole thing... Wait like, a second, are you kneeling for the anthem? Then God damn their it, whole get thing, out. Their whole thing is setting college game day, being on a college campus. But
3: they've always gone to, to Dallas whenever there's a game at Dallas. Whenever Have they? Whenever Alabama oh, has know. played... Yeah, whenever Alabama has played at Dallas to start the season... 100% they've been there. Okay. So this is a it is a very and I'm I'll be the first to admit, I'm not an Ohio State fan, I'm not an Ohio State sympathizer. I normally will be like, "All right, OSU fans, pump your brakes." But this one I'm kind of on their side because you had the whole thing with how far of a distance? I don't know. Uh whatever TCU is to uh uh you know what? If my kid didn't push Andy Dalton's kids uh, out of the way, we would have had a better idea of where yeah, TCU is. what are you is. doing? What, what the heck, man? <laughs> what was he doing Uh, He's uh, Jude doesn't fuck around man you want to mess with Jude I don't think so he's going to push you out of the way Um, wherever TCU is to Dallas whatever the distance is but the point being if you're set up at the stadium there's going to be more Ohio State fans than if you're at TCU's campus it is
1: a 23 minute car ride from TCU's Amon G Stadium to Arlington Uh, well that's just the center of Arlington hold up (laughs) What's the name of their stadium? What's Jerry's World? I don't know. I don't know. think I can just type in yeah, Jerry's World, Yeah, just put World, in Jerry's
3: right? World. I bet, you, I bet you that shit pops up. That's Jerry's like, World. I wonder what the Yelp reviews no, are for no, Jerry's no, World. No. <laughs> I think it's AT&T, right? <laughs> it is AT&T Stadium. You're right. You are right about 25
1: that. 25 minutes from TCU's campus to Arlington, Texas. 25 minutes.
3: Okay, but why Why would you set up there? I don't even understand the logic behind going to TCU Stadium instead of setting up. Did you? Did right you turn
1: here? the... The phone
3: calls off again? Oh, I did. I'm sorry. That's my fault, everybody. We you had just got AM. two voicemails. Yeah, you just
1: shut them off. And it's Whoever's Drew. Out there. Drew, Whoever's it out was there. my
3: fault. Hang on, Drew. I'm going to turn this right back on. It's not it's me. It's
1: totally my fault. Nothing came up because... Drew, go ahead. Call back in. That's totally he my fault. He just left three voicemails, uh, I believe. Probably cussing you out or me out because I'm not going to answer his call and I have it low. But I'm looking at it, and I see these, and now I'm gonna get blamed. Yep. Nope. I see the voicemail text. Uh, so apparently Joe still can't figure out how do you know? Run all the multi streams. Nope. That's this 100% my fault. Like he We're, blocked
3: the line again. I did. I did. We're trying something different and trying to avoid all the ring ins while uh while a caller is on, and that's my fault. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm gonna text Drew right now and tell him that he can call in. I don't even care if we go late. Fuck it, man. Yeah. Roll.
1: Roll the, the dice. Here we go. Let's get it.
3: Uh, but, yeah, so I don't understand the logic behind not wanting to go to TCU. It doesn't make – or not wanting what, to go to
1: – What is ESPN – did ESPN come out with a comment on why? No, they're not going to say why. But Ohio State
3: fans are speculating it's because of the way ESPN handled the Urban Meyer thing and nothing no, came out over that. That's definitely Blah, blah, blah.
1: Um, that's definitely not it. I think they just want to be on a college campus. Would be probably be their explanation. I could understand, and that's that. fine. I'm
3: I'm okay with that. But then do that for, and I guess maybe maybe the reasoning is when it's been at this neutral site before. There's never been a college campus that's participating that's that right. close to the game. Right. Like if they're only 25 minutes away and they're participating,
1: uh, what was that? That was just my <laughs> yeah. <laughs> glitching out over here oh, just okay, a little bit cool, We're cool, good cool, though. Cool, 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 cool. everything's still running good yeah uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> robert yeah, no, taylor
3: said so wrap it up mike mma to the max is about to start sorry robert We're gonna bleed uh, on over into that uh let's uh, yeah give me my
1: FaceTime, people i want my time that's
3: right this is joe's time to shine people said the show was going to be a train wreck and so far killing not it. really a train wreck in
1: your face tyson
3: fairly decent show so in far in your face um uh, all right, let's do two quick things. Let's do two quick. Let's hit them. Can we do two quick? Yeah, let's hit them. Number one, Ryder Cup, because yeah. you know if we were going to try to talk golf, Scott was going to shut this yes. in down. Scott's not here, so we can talk a little Ryder Cup. Woo. Uh, let's all right. get it. Your boy Tiger, Ansel, yes sir, named to the team, yes sir, but omitted from the team, Keegan Bradley. It's okay. Why? Why is that okay? Keegan Bradley in the Ryder Cup is so much fucking he fun. Is, he is a that lot dude of fun. is that dude is my
1: favorite part of any Ryder but, Cup because but, he talks so much mad okay. shit. But we got one who might be a little bit better, and Mr. Patrick Reed.
3: Patrick, well, I mean Patrick Reed, is Patty definitely, Reed boy, he is the epitome of shit talker. I'm gonna eat you. I'm gonna hit this putt. But can look you, you in the eyes. Can you imagine Patrick Reed and Keegan Bradley oh. in a, a it'd be a two nice to be nice
1: tandem to be a nice tandem, dude. They, I think they missed the boat with Keegan Bradley. Who did they fill with that last spot? Tony Finau, the mm. dude who broke his ankle hitting that hole in one at the Masters. Mm. I mean, he's been oh yeah, that was pretty baller. And then, and then he like <laughs> popped it back in, running down the par three, you know, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah, was yeah, pretty baller. So, to do but that. he's been playing really well this past. Um, he made the top twenty for this PGA Championship. Unlike somebody named Jordan Spieth, who did mm. not make the playoffs this year uh, for the PGA. That's That's pretty interesting. Last spot, number 20 spot. You got a number 20 spot? Who was the last spot in? Tiger Woods, (laughs) y'all. Jordan Spieth didn't make it, though. Didn't play that great. Uh, but understandable that he's one of our best U.S. players, and he's going to be in the Ryder Cup. It's it's you just have to have him. He'll 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 step up. Hopefully,
3: I feel like there's something to be said about the experience to be in the Ryder Cup. I mean, it's golf's Olympics, basically, and that's you know? why I
1: really am upset that Keegan Bradley and they just although go at you it. can't
3: you can't say it's golf's well, yeah, Olympics now that, now they now they that golf them. is in the yeah. Olympics. Yeah. But now,
1: but I mean, like they just they just eye each other down. They go at it. They you know it's it's amazing. It's an amazing time. So. Uh, Tony Fino has been on fire. Everybody pretty much picked him, you know, after they made their two their two things, their two captain's picks, and he was going to be the odd man out. So, uh, but Keegan just hasn't been playing great these past couple years to earn a Ryder Cup spot. Dude, he totally could more. have.
3: This is some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> That's playing with the uh, heart. By the way, <laughs> it totally is. Uh, I just I was trying to find out the uh, the team <laughs> and uh Phil
1: Mickelson that uh, picture of Phil Mickelson Okay so with let's that put fucking red white and blue bandana and those glasses Let's put Keegan oh, in over fucking it. Phil No. Yes. Phil
3: made the playoffs. Phil's garbage man. Playoffs. Playoffs. Phil and Tiger Woods both of them in the Ryder Cup are dog shit vets. Yeah, they're vets. KG Veterans. But they're dog shit. When it comes to the the, they'll step it, it, up. it up.
1: Okay, well we'll It'll see about be that. Tigers coming back party.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, looking at looking at our team, uh, It's pretty stacked. Yeah, it. Bryson DeChambeau, Tony Finau, uh, Finau I Ricky Fowler, is, Dustin I Johnson. This is the guy who would like to cuss you out. With. Yep, that's cool. Brooks Kepka, That's a good pick. Uh, Crawford Sports. Who's this? We got Webb Simpson. Hmm.
2: Hey, dummy! Is you ready to talk? <laughs> It wasn't me.
3: Uh, Drew, the winner of the ESPN streak for the cash. Uh, Drew, what's up, buddy?
2: <laughs> D- didn't even know that was a thing, but I'm super stoked about it. I'm not going to lie. I'm really excited to go shopping on Miniman.com. MinutemanTickets.com. I'm looking forward to possibly getting some concert tickets or maybe some sporting event tickets. I don't know. There's such a wide selection. It's going to be really hard to decide.
1: <laughs> hashtag ad. Hashtag love the plug. You're the best. <laughs>
2: hey. Hashtag get paid. <laughs> my bad, Joe. Apparently Sherm fucked up tonight. No, that was totally you. my fault. So, he always uh, does. My, my apologies for throwing yeah, shade your no, way. It's
3: 100% my fault, buddy. Uh, what's going on with you, man? How are you feeling tonight? Are you drunk?
4: Eh,
2: kind of. I mean, you know, we had a wedding last weekend where, where the Jameson Black label, you know, did what it does, and uh, so we're kind of easing back Which, into things hang on, here. Drew Plus, there's, and a I... big, there's a big weekend of Cincinnati sports going on. we got the Bengals blowing the lead. I mean, Bengals playing tonight against the Ravens. Uh, we, <laughs> no, got, wait. we got UC football Saturday and then FC Cincinnati on Sunday. So,
3: Is that FC Cincinnati game? Is that playoffs? Do, the play- playoffs, do they start officially for USL?
2: No, dude. So we looked it up today. There is still some time between now and the playoffs beginning. They've got six games left. Good but Lord, if I thought they the win game against Sunday, Louisville was like home field advantage for the first two rounds. That's
3: pretty awesome. Um, I feel yeah. like this is uh, it's not fair because FC Cincinnati started to sign like some players guys, for their the MLS ringers. roster. Well, the Rangers, yeah, so well, well, no, no. they got all the guys well, for the like going up in the beer league, and they're like, yeah, but uh, Ken Griffey Jr. works here now, so he's, it's basically. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Burning well, is the equivalent well, of Mr. Burns.
4: <laughs> well, well, now
2: while you may think that would be an advantage that we would exploit, the flip side's actually true because if you're investing two and a half million dollars in a guy, do you really want him out in the field with bros making like twenty five thousand bucks? We have nothing to live for if they.
3: That's fair. guy's
2: knee out. That's fair. That's a good point. Yep, that's a good point. So, Adi has been coming on like 25, 15 minutes left in matches just because they figure, hey, you know, if he can push us across the line and get the W, it's worth it, and he's not going to have a whole game of guys just beating on him the whole time because if he blows an ACL, that's huge. If some other schmuck on, you know, the goddamn Pittsburgh Riverhounds blows an ACL, who gives a shit except his mom, and she's probably been saying, <laughs> look, can you just go get, you know, that chiropractor job I've been telling you about? So...
1: Again, yeah, like
3: we're done with this <laughs> yeah. game that are you're you, playing. You, it's like everybody that talked to me when I did stand up when they were like, "How are your little about ready to get a real job? How, you ready for a how, real job? A oh, fails, you, oh, you Michael. still
1: do that? Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> you know, my friend, <laughs> sh- her son can get you a job <laughs> right away. <laughs> it's basically all the moms. They're exactly. like, "Oh, my son plays soccer
3: too. He's he does the soccer thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, he does." Yeah, he's he plays in the Every Catholic now, yeah. Youth Organization in our town. Yeah. A little pickup.
2: <laughs> he coaches the kids at the parish on Sundays after math <laughs> They really look forward to those juice boxes afterward.
3: Do you guys do you guys get uh oranges after the game too? Orange slices? Who's the team mom for your team?
2: <laughs> no, nah, cuz some asshole kids probably allergic to, them So that's some other bullshit. God damn it. Uh, yeah. No real question though. Do you guys remember peanuts being a huge thing when we were in school? Like apparently nowadays you can't take a fucking PB and J in there because if some kid is allergic to it and he gets in the air, they might die. Dude, I got to be a little like I got, zest, but I got two kids. What the
3: hell? I got two kids, and the the everything is now saying expose your kids to peanuts earlier, and that lessens the chance right? uh, of the the allergy. I don't know, man. It's fucking scary. It's scary shit. We live in a world where shit is fucking scary. Everything scares the shit out of me.
2: Everything's scary. Everything's scary. All I know is, you know, when I eventually do squirt out a kid, it's going to be a situation. We're in Kroger. He's sitting in a cart. We're going down the peanut butter aisle. I'm going to grab a jar of it. I'm be like, sorry, son, this is happening. So just hold your breath, all right? Daddy need this peanut butter. Because fuck, dude, that's in everything. Peanut butter patties, no go. Like... Chick Fil A, uh, you can't have, can't have Chick Fil A. Can't have Chick Fil A. Like, mm,
3: that's the worst. Peanut right oil, there. that's enough right there. You can't have Chick Fil A. Sorry, son, it's over.
2: <laughs> Holy shit! Please. Yeah, you can't have any chicken <laughs> nuggets out. ever. Like, how is that kid going to survive?
3: <laughs> shit, Drew, I love hearing from you, man. I apologize for earlier. I'm sorry that uh, that I fucked things up, but I'm glad you got through.
2: Ah, uh, it's all good. Hey, one uh, one quick question before I go: Have y'all heard of Imagine Dragons? Yeah. So y'all are gonna have no problem? Imagine me dragging my nuts across her forehead and my kick. <laughs> Oops.
3: Oh, we're, getting, we're getting a nasty voicemail after Oops. that one. Joe just straight up hung up. That's the first time you've
1: ever hung up on a caller. He ain't going to wow. drag nothing on me. Wow. He ain't dragging nothing on I me. didn't even
3: get to ask him who his vote is for Motherfucker of the Week.
1: Whew. He was going to hang up right after he said it. This is going to
3: get ugly. We are about to have... You thought the JB Boyle beef was bad? This one's about to get real bad. Bring it. Mm, okay. Okay, fair enough. Um, all right, uh, There was right. Second topic. There's one other thing I want to talk about, but fuck it. Let's not even do it. Let's get into Consumer it, shall we? Mm-hmm. Sh- shall we? Okay. Yeah, there it is. All right. Uh, Consumer Can it brought to you, as always, by Tavor this week. Uh, our beer was brought to you by Joe. Joe brought his favorite beer in, Resin, by Six Point Brewing, uh, a 9.1% Imperial IPA that is just a dank, hoppy, what do they call it? Hop candy. Hop candy. Um, you can probably tell, uh, by the way, I'm talking how I'm feeling at this point. Uh, but Joe, I will give you the honors, uh, consume it or can it on resin. I mean, I know what I the I mean, yeah, it's is. my yeah, favorite,
1: yeah. probably my favorite beer ever. It's amazing. If you guys can get it, get it. One will do you pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a good, sure it's a heavy consume. Uh,
3: that's going to be a double consume. This is, this is a beer and on, and let me say this. I feel like this is an IPA. That Scott would have also consumed because it's a very heavy, uh, very heavy ABV. It's very heavy, uh, supposedly in the IBU department, but it doesn't taste it. Like this beer doesn't hit you. Let me let me go back a little bit to how Scott and I normally describe IPAs. This is maybe a brushers, a one and a half brusher. Like it's a brusher and mouthwash is where we're at
1: with this. Do one. you think because of the temperature? change the beer at all. We we had this a little warmer than uh, you would <laughs> normally have a beer. Uh, whoops. I think uh, I
3: think uh, it may have changed things slightly.
1: Not uh, much. It didn't it didn't it didn't change it much. When you get it colder for the IBAs it uh crisps no, I-B- IPAs. Oh I thought you said IBAs I IPAs. IBR Who's whose Ace? Crisps everything. <laughs> With the, you know, warmer, you know, mold.
3: Well, we talked about it beforehand. Uh, The, in my opinion... The indication of a really good beer is that if it's at room temperature, it's still
1: drinkable. Right.
3: Because you get like a Bud Light, a Coors Light, it gets to room temperature, it tastes like piss. Always does. This beer at Especially room temperature, temperature you know what, was pretty solid. you know which ones are
1: also pretty bad at room temperature? Like all those stouts and porters. No, those are, are garbage. S- those are supposed to be at room yeah, temperature. are you talking about? Get the fuck out of
3: here, <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> uh, but this beer is definitely a consume, And I will speak for Scott and say he would have consumed this one too, just because it is not overbearing uh, are you Are you the like,
1: 90 or are you the 97 I'm the 97 you're the 97 yeah yeah
3: but I'm also not that IPA fan you know what I mean so it, it's what you were saying earlier the IPA fans may be like it's not Stinging, hoppy enough." Yeah. but for the people who aren't used to the hops this is like Oh, this is actually pretty solid. Yeah, I can do this one. Very great uh, beer. Double consume on the resin by Six Point Brewing, uh, out of Brooklyn. What a, a fitting beer too. After talking to toothpick, right? It's a I do Brooklyn things. beer. Well done, man. Hey, look a, at, you. You know, look I, at you! I plan a little bit, Joe. Do a little bit. All them haters all who them said haters. you weren't going to be able to handle this show. All them haters. You fucking killed it, man. You stepped up. Thank you. You did your thing. Thank you. You, you manned the
1: board and contributed, like.
3: Yeah, I, I mean I that's a lot I'm, like, I'm
1: not gonna lie I didn't really put much Into the interview Cause you know that was That's all fine. You, you, Well, I knew, well, I I knew you were now. geeking you, oh. you were geeking hard Did So I? I, I just let you I just let you go Did I hold it in well enough During the interview You got I mean You got a little giddy In your seat <laughs> You're just like oh,
3: oh, oh.
1: <laughs> but it's all good It's all crazy. good I mean it's crazy I mean to, yeah it's, We it's talked awesome. to Doug Ray tonight Toothpick I mean we've had Some great guests He was an awesome interview Awesome that he could that really He could video yeah He'd video that for us so that was awesome play a little play a little music for you played
3: live he played <laughs> almost my favorite for you my favorite toothpick song live he played right here on our show uh, so if you missed any of that go back and check that out uh, also be sure to check out Doug Ray's songs uh night shift is the album uh, before I forget Joe let's do motherfucker of the week uh, so this week yeah
4: what motherfucker. 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 Motherfucker, you. <laughs> it's my favorite trap ever.
3: Uh, this week for Motherfucker of the Week, your options were Danny Cannell, who tweeted out, oh, Why are they canceling games for a hurricane? Why don't we wait and see what happens or if there is any impact, you son of a bitch? Uh, or Lemons from Florida, who 35 minutes after losing to UK tweeted out that he is transferring from Florida. Um, Joe, I think you and I are on the same page as to who motherfucker of the week is. Correct. Uh, should we just maybe say it at the same time who we think motherfucker Go the ahead. week is? Okay, on three. One, two, three. It's Danny Scott. <laughs> Oh, it's for sure,
4: Scott. <laughs> it's this Scott. Guy.
3: Scott, we're off for three weeks, and then all of a sudden three? we come back for one, and he's like, "By the way, I'm going on oh, vacation." Yeah, I'm going on vacation. No. Scott, you are the motherfucker of the week, one hundred percent. Congratulations I mean, on joining guy. JB. This
4: guy. <laughs> Mother- what? You
1: you. <laughs> like, come on. I gave, like, we took off for like ever. I even gave us an extra week because I went on vacation for the holiday. And you just couldn't schedule that around that, dude? Come on. We missed the come start on, of college football season for that extra week. Come on, man. Uh, and you got to take another week.
3: Scott uh disappeared on us. But I'm um, uh, I'm Mr. Steal Your Girl, Mr. Steal Your Spot and uh <laughs> peace <laughs> peace bro, peace Timberlake. You motherfucker you uh Scott Kaiser our motherfucker of the week. He said Danny Cannell like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 Scott joins JB as the only one To be named Motherfucker of the Week Without actually being on the poll So congrats motherfucker. Scott Motherfucker,
4: motherfucker, motherfucker. 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 what? You motherfucker, you
3: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, before we get out of here A couple things We are still looking for Degenerate dart Board of doom punishments. Tweet at us with the hashtag, hashtag CraftBrewDDD. Yeah, we um, only we only used one up, so we still got yeah we nice still got reserves. quite a few to go. There's uh we did come up with some new ones. Let's get on. it. You, you get want you, you want a little taste? A, little, a little You want to here. tease it off? Uh, here's some tasters of of what we've come up with. Buddy's breakfast, which mm-hmm. is where you have to eat. Uh, what Buddy ate in the movie Elf, which yes. was like spaghetti. It and was spaghetti syrup.
1: with maple syrup, chocolate sauce, marshmallows, and a chocolate fudge pop tart, is what he had for breakfast. <clears throat> after 45 minutes of sleep.
3: And if uh, that's not enough, then uh, the Cheese Whiz Chaser is one oh. where you have to do a hit of Cheese Whiz after every sip of beer that you take. Until your um, first one's gone. Kenny Powers, where you will have to wear a mullet and shave your facial hair into the Kenny Powers
1: facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> a nice little circle <laughs> with the soul. That's a brutal one, mullet.
3: especially since I can't grow. Uh, Instagram
1: model. This is my oh, favorite. See, now this is going to be a good one.
3: Instagram model where the hosts, uh, the, the two people who did not lose, get to find an Instagram model. Pick out three poses that you then have to recreate, and we will take the pictures of them and put them on our Instagram. So it's basically going to be one of us in a thong. Like, it, there's going to be some, it's going to be rough. It's going to be um, glorious. Good thing I can hit them bullseyes. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> And then Drill Sergeant. Drill Sergeant is where, uh, at any point during the show, somebody can tell you to drop and give them 20, and that's going to be... Yeah, I can't do 20 push-ups. I don't think I can do 20. Uh, That's going to be a really rough one. So uh, those are the, the punishments that we have come up with since last week. We want you guys to come up with more. Be sure to hit us up. We are giving away $50 to Minuteman, to whoever comes up with the best one. There have been some good ones. People really want me to sit next to a clown, which... Is not cool. I don't like that one at all. Uh, That one is not going to win. What if
1: you had to dress up
3: like a clown? If I had to dress up like a clown, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm I'm afraid of clowns. So if there was a clown sitting right here that was just like honking in my ear with like his fucking like and balloon animals, yeah, I'd freak the fuck out. It would be a horrible (laughs) show because I wouldn't be I wouldn't be able to talk. I'd be just worried that this psychopath is going to murder all of us because clowns are all killers. Yeah, we wouldn't. It's all bullshit.
1: Booth though. Like we're not gonna have a clown in the booth though. That's what
3: people are saying is a punishment. They want they want to. You gonna hire a clown? No, I'm are they not. They gonna hire a clown? Actually, people were gonna pool their money last year doing f- football <laughs> picks and <laughs> hire a
6: clown.
3: It was gonna be awful. Uh, so get those picks and you can you can hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on Twitter. Uh, before we get out of here, thank you again to Doug Ray for joining us. Be sure to download his album Night Shift and the song Gumshoes. Uh, all of those proceeds are going to the Colin Kaepernick Foundation. Uh, this has been an awesome show. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Crafty Sports. You can follow Joe at JoeGoalie4. You can follow me at Mike Burlon. If you gotta follow Scott, you can follow him at Junior. Hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, Joe, for your first time co-hosting, you fucking killed it, man! Thank you so much,
1: dude. You I hit that up. bullseye
3: <laughs> in more ways than one. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for the participation. Please share the show. Tell your friends. Uh, cheers, everybody. We're out of here. Bye.